Mondo Nation, welcome to the Mondo Minute podcast. This is MH, and today I am very excited to sit down with Brittany Powers, one of our recruiting managers here at Mondo, to discuss a very hot topic at the moment, which are boomerang employees. Brittany is a boomerang employee herself, and if you don't know what that is, this is an employee who leaves an organization and then comes back. Brittany shares why she left Mondo, what she learned personally during her time at another organization, and ultimately why she came back, and so, so much more. So sit back and enjoy this episode. Let's get started. So Brittany, tell us about how you first started your journey with Mondo. Yeah, so I actually came from an administrative staffing background. So I was really working on um, receptionist, administrative support roles, and I just had this real like interest and passion in technology. Um, The Mondo opportunity came my way via LinkedIn. Um, I was hit up by an internal recruiter and just everything stood out to me about the company, the core values. Um, I interviewed in a matter of days and, you know, the rest is kind of history. But I only had a few months of recruiting experience and I, I was really looking for a place where I could find that success that financial freedom I was looking for. Um, I was definitely a little, I graduated probably a few years, three or four years before coming to Mondo. And I was really trying to find that right place for me and a company that I could grow in. Um, And I mean, ever since joining Mondo, it was just, I feel like it was a perfect match from day one. Uh, There was that opportunity right off the bat. And I could see that in my interview process. I could see that in everyone that I met with, um, Allison Heine being one of those people um, and her trajectory. And I just, I really wanted that success for myself. So that's yeah. what kind of drew me in, in part one. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for the backstory there. And um, I, I noticed you mentioned the core values were something that really drew you to Mondo. And, you know, that is something that I tell every single candidate in every single interview, you know, we do not care really what your skill set looks like if you've come from staffing you know we just want to ensure that you know we want the same things from a values perspective um so you know what what was it about mondo's values or your personal values that you saw such alignment through that interview process yeah um so the the teamwork aspect is really important for me i think in some companies you know teams are very siloed. You have departments that sometimes overlap or or you work cross-functionally with another department, but your priorities are different. And at Mondo, everyone is working towards the same goal. Every single department here is working towards a goal of creating an amazing candidate experience and a top-notch client experience. And finding the best talent for our clients and the best roles for our candidates. We're all on the same page. And that is something that's very hard to find. And I, you know, knew that earlier on in my career, but I think I, I found that to be even more evident when I did leave Mondo for a year and a half and come back. Um, You know, every, every company is just different. And the way that we operate is so efficient. We're all on the same page and we're all working towards a common goal. And I think that's just really rare to find. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I love that. Again, um, I feel like that's such a point of pride for us is to be a sales organization where, you know, it's so competitive. 
it's amazing to me just the the cohesion you know across the entire company of of what you just said is everyone's working towards the same goal and it's because of that value alignment that like roots all of us um together so um i just think that piece is important to 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 note but um you know, I want to just cut right to it. So you had such a successful career here at Mondo where, you know, you were at the the peak of your game. Why leave? It's so funny answering that question now because I feel like I never left now that I am back. I had never really tried internal recruiting and I just, I wanted to know what, you know, what else was out there. Um, I found success at Mondo being here for three and a half years before leaving. And I wanted to just, again, see what else is out there, see how I fit with internal recruiting. And while there are so many opportunities with internal recruiting and internal hiring, I knew my place was at Mondo. Um, So I kind of needed that experience to really appreciate everything about Mondo or re-appreciate it Mm -hmm. um, and know that it ultimately was the long-term fit for me. I think there's just, there's something to be said about the pace of staffing Um, the unique culture that we have here, the camaraderie. And I love working with so many different clients and having every day be different. Mm -hmm. Most jobs are not like that. Um, And I just, I love, I love the culture that we have here. Again, it's very unique and it really does align to our core values, which again, like finding that balance, that perfect blend is just, it's tough. So that's ultimately why I came back. Yeah. My, my biggest question for you is what, and you know, I think the, the honesty is so important because that's what people are going to really like connect with you on. What, what were some of the things maybe going through your head at that moment before, before you really made that leap of faith or even before that, what made you even respond to a recruiter's call? Like at that point in your life, like what was going on with you personally and professionally that made you even take that recruiter's call? And the reason why I think it's important to to ask is because we would we would be lying to ourselves if we if we said no one's ever thought to take a recruiter's call or answer an, a recruiter's email or you know just have that inner critic in our head of should we, should we be in this role? Should we be at Mondo? Should we be doing this? Because we all know it's really freaking hard work. And the biggest, the the biggest thing in this role is the mind game, like sales and recruiting, like at its core is not hard. We're not performing brain surgery. You know, it's not rocket science, but it's the mind game and the daily disciplines. That's what's hard about this job. So I'm curious, like, where were you at in your life personally and professionally that even, like I said, made you entertain a a recruiter's call at that point? Totally. Yeah. You know, it, it was a tough time for everyone then. Um, personally I had, I just gotten married, which was amazing. Just went on my honeymoon and then come back to COVID (laughs) literally, um, relocated to a new area, all of that. It was, you were checking off a lot of life things at once. Yeah, it was a lot at once. And then you're like, let's just throw a new job into the mix. Well, I think also the fear mindset, you know, of, of, I feel like a lot of people had that at that moment in time, you know, a pandemic is hitting, 
how is this going to affect my job? How is this going to affect business? How is this, you know, all of these thoughts running through your head. And I think it was for me kind of a, a perfect storm of wanting to see what else was out there, wanting to know what internal recruiting was like, because I'd never really, I'd been an internal recruiting coordinator, but that just isn't the same speed and volume of, of what I was doing when I ended up moving into internal. Um, so I, I think it was just an experience I needed to have, but looking back, it definitely was out of a fear mindset of, you know, what does this mean for me? And, and maybe I should pivot and try something new and being internal for a year and a half, I realized, wow, I miss staffing so much. I miss my team so much. These relationships, these are some of my best friends that I've made here at Mondo. And I brought my best friends in um, and referred them. So it's kind of, I needed that change to again, then appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, if I, you know, can't go back in time, obviously, but do I wish I had stayed with Mondo for six years and this would be my six year anniversary? Of course, um, because that just means I would have grown even more um, mm-hmm. as a person, as an employee, as a leader. But yeah, I think that's why I entertained it at the time. And I think with this the grind that recruiting and sales can really be, there's always that, that kind of self-doubt and limiting belief of like what your potential can be enough. Maybe I just need to try something new, but pushing through that is so much more satisfying and gratifying for you as an individual. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, a hundred percent. Like I think so many of us, and I, you know, for anyone listening who didn't see our all hands call, or maybe someone externally is listening to this, that image that we shared on the all hands call of comfort zone, fear zone, learning zone, growth zone, that I think, you know, resonates so much with what you're, you're talking about. Like when you live in that fear zone and you don't allow yourself or push yourself to get to the other side, that's, that's a scary time for, for anyone, you know, personally. Um, so that, that, that all makes sense. And I guess my question for you is anyone who's going through what you went through or in that fear zone, is there any words of advice or just any, anything that you can, um, you know, share to maybe get through that moment in your head to, to maybe not make, you know, the choice that you did by leaving. And, And like you said, you can't go back in time. Like everything happens for a reason. Um, but if there's any like words of wisdom or any, you know, advice you could give someone that maybe is navigating through that or has been there before, like, what would that be? Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. A big reason I, or not a big reason, but a, one of the largest reasons I came back is I got a little FOMO to be just quite frank, like Ah. talking to all of my friends that were still at Mondo and talking to my network and seeing how they powered through, I almost felt like I was selling myself short, not having stayed. Like I definitely had that like regret at towards, you know, the end and then having conversations about coming back. I look back and I'm like, oh, I wish I had powered through. I wish I had stayed because that is me and that is my personality. And again, everything happens for a reason. I wanted to, you know, that's valid to try something new and that's all fine. Um, but given, just given how happy I am and how happy I was at Mondo and how successful, 
the FOMO is definitely there. I'm like, oh my gosh, all my like best friends are still crushing life, closing deals, like record breaking months for, for them, either in sales or recruiting. Um, so I think it's just remembering like what you're really capable of and, and having faith in yourself. Um, because I, I definitely, the opportunity is the opportunity that is at Mondo is just, it's not anywhere else. It's not in any other company. I truly believe that after interviewing so many other places, working elsewhere, you know, I have 10 years of professional experience and I've worked in a variety of companies and the opportunity here is just, you can't get the financial freedom. You can't get the leadership opportunities, the mentoring, um, the interaction with our president. I mean, um, I have two new hires that started last week that literally could not stop raving about the fact that they had been on an all-hands call with the president of the company, not once, but twice in one week, which right. is just, it's insane. So there's a lot of reasons that I um, i came back, obviously. And I think, you know, my advice to others would just be power through and, and communicate with your management. I wish I had communicated up a little bit more and, um, you know, really looked at solutions for the problems that I was having because I probably would have stayed if I had been more communicative. Uh, so yeah, I think that would probably be my advice. Wow. Well, that is great advice. And I know so many people listening, that's going to really just hit home to just a lot of feelings and hopefully just validate the feelings of you don't have to go other places to look to see if like the grass is greener. Like Brit, Brit did that for us. She was our test case. She went and did it and, and it's not, um, well, of course, you know, again, gotta be realistic. It, yeah. Is everyone going to be a Mondo forever? Unfortunately not. Everyone will not be a dinosaur like myself still, <laughs> still here a million years later. But, um, you know, I, the, the thing that stood out to me the most of what you just said was like the communicating up piece. And this is what I tell people all the time. Like, again, the beauty of Mondo is 99.99% of the time, the issues or the feelings that are happening can be resolved. You know, like there are solutions to most everything, but we can't solutionize things if, if we don't talk about them or if we don't know about them as leaders. And so I think that piece is super important is, you know, just communicate at the end of the day, we're all humans and, you know, feelings, good, bad, ugly are, are valid. And, you know, that's, that's why we say we, you know, coach the entire individual here because personal and professional, you know, feelings are so intertwined with this role and just being so entrepreneurial that that piece is key is just communicate, communicate, communicate. And most of the time, there's always a solution. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it is, you know, my, my situation is not unique. There are so many boomerang employees at Mondo, which speaks volumes. I, I, again, I don't know a lot of companies where people leave and go back. I know that that might be kind of a trend these days with the great resignation, but I also think the period of the last two years, people like myself, we've all kind of been reevaluating what's important to us and what's important, not just like in a day-to-day work setting, but work-life balance, personal lives. Like you, it really, you, it becomes clear what your values are as a person and how your job aligns with that. And I think 
that is the biggest thing for me that I came to realize just with the pandemic and life and all of the things, how much Mondo really encompasses what I believe in and how I want to live my day to day and intertwine my work and my personal life and feel rewarded, you know, at the end of it. So I just, I think it's a testament that so many boomerang employees have come back. Uh, And I think that's another thing that just makes Mondo very unique. Yes. Now, um, yes, just yes to all of the things. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Yes, yes, yes. Um, So how how long were you at your other company? About a year and a half. A year and a half. So a year and a half doing internal recruiting. Talk to me about what, like, what happened to even open the door and conversation to you coming back to Mondo. Yeah. Um, so I had kept in touch with people at Mondo, um, and ultimately, you know, just on a friendship level, but also just check in. Hey, how's everything going? And like I said, I had a little FOMO. I just, I know we had a record-breaking 2021 and even grew in 2020, which again, most companies cannot say in a pandemic. I grew a lot in my internal recruiting role. I was promoted. I grew a team. So it's not like I was you know, stagnant in that role. I just... That's, that's I think, an important point yeah. for everyone to know. Like, this wasn't like Britt was not doing well in her role or maybe not even happy. You were crushing it for all intents and purposes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, on paper and in real life, you know, I like I said, I got promoted. Um, I was able to grow a team. I had seven people under me and I definitely learned a lot. I grew my people management skills significantly, which I'm very, very thankful for. And I, I think it also taught me a lot about internal recruiting and the business side from a client end, which helps mm-hmm. me be successful now externally. But yeah, I was doing well. I just, I truly felt it in my core that something was missing. Um, I wanted to be challenged. I really wanted to be pushed. I wanted to push myself to be better every single day. And, you know, kind of what I mentioned about you know, the fear mindset and pushing through that. I wanted to to grow every single day. And I think every job has a point where you kind of tend to plateau or you feel like you've mastered that role and then you're kind of going through the motions. And for me, I just felt like Mondo was the long-term home for me. And I obviously still feel that way. I just feel like the growth opportunities here, you know, promotions aside, but just like day-to-day growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the book club that we're doing right now, that's a perfect example a lot of companies don't do that. They just, it, it's very transactional sometimes. So I just feel like the, the, the career opportunities and career growth, but also just like the creativity of, of, you know, you and Lexi, like pairing up to spearhead AOD. AOD stands for agency on demand service line. Like you guys spun up a whole, you know, specialized team that didn't exist. And I think that's the beauty of Mondo where it's like, you know what, we have Brit, who's a powerhouse, Lexi, who's a powerhouse, like they want to go all in on, you know, agency on demand. Let's try it. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Like maybe it fails, like, and then, you know, we'll try something else. I, I love that so much too, that, you know, you not only came back 
to Mondo, but you came back as a leader at, you know, building the specialized team. And we just like Mondo's, you know, provided you that, you know, creative career freedom to, to, to try something brand new to, and allow you to be that pioneer here that hopefully 10 years from now, AOD is this, you know, this just strategy baked into uh, the rest of the company that has amazing success, which it already does, but that's just the type of opportunity that is so meaningful for me is like looking back at your career, you've really like carved out this like special place in, in Mondo history and really, you know, you're able to like leave your stamp on things. Yeah, that, I mean, the creative freedom, again, it's just, it's very unique to Mondo. Um, and most companies you're kind of siloed in a certain career path right. and promotions every three years, you know, raises every year, hopefully. Um, but Mondo, you get to really create what you enjoy and just out of an idea, you make your business case, you show the value and you're given the freedom to try it. And if it fails, it fails, but we're set up for success and given so many resources here that it's not going to fail. Failure is not really an option because we have the tools to succeed. And it's just, it's really a beautiful thing that we are able to build this I'm able to build AOD with Lexi and with our amazing team. And it's just, I'm very, I'm very grateful to be welcomed back with open arms and be able to create this empire. It's truly an empire. <laughs> it, it really is an empire. And you've come back and literally wasted zero time. Just, it's like, like riding a bike, you know, I like know. back into the swing of things, like you never left. And it's pretty, pretty incredible. Absolutely. And that's how I feel. I, it's been three months, but I'm like, did I leave? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I would love to ask you, you know, for, because we have so many new hires that will be listening to this episode, you know, we onboarded, you know, 70 plus, you know, new hires over the past year. So they're, they're all in this, interesting phase that I want you to reflect back on, you know, when you were within your first year of Mondo, again, there's so many, I mean, it never leaves, but I think, you know, being new to the industry, new to this role, being onboarded in a remote capacity, I can only imagine just the emotional roller coaster that, that happens. And, you know, if, if you could give any advice to new hires, you know, what would it be? And it can be personal, professional, but, you know, so many, so many people look at you now, not even knowing that you left and came back and they just see like Brit powers, the powerhouse, you know, like this amazing recruiter, amazing leader, but we all have our career journeys and we all go through the, the moments that aren't, aren't so, you know, beautiful and um, it's not rainbows and butterflies. So for the people who maybe are struggling are just in, you know, a low point of, uh, their career, like what advice can you give them from like a tactical standpoint? Yeah. So many things. Are you guys struggling? Are you taking notes? Um, I think the biggest thing is patience. Um, anyone new who has just started recently and even in the last six months, be patient with yourself. This is a very rewarding job, sales, recruiting, either side, back house. It doesn't matter where it's, Mondo's mission is very rewarding um, and it's really fast paced and it there is a learning curve and that's okay. The best things in life 
and are the hardest things to achieve. It was a grind for me in my first few months, for sure, just getting up to speed and really learning our processes and um, all of our different clients and skill sets. And it was a lot of information and you just have to have patience with yourself and really give yourself the space to get up to speed and learn and catch up with everyone. Cause that's kind of how it feels. You're like catching up to where everyone else is having patience with yourself and just trusting the process. Literally those three words, you just have to remember like it's from recruiting specifically, but the same applies to sales. It's, it's a numbers game. It is, again, it's metrics. There's so much more to metrics and obviously it's not all about the numbers, but that's an indicator of ultimately how, how many deals you'll close, how many subs you have, how many interviews. It's very methodical in that way. And if you just trust the process, trust your, your leaders and your support system, like you'll see the success. It's, it's a formula truly. And I think it's easy to get in your head sometimes, but just got to power through it's Mm -hmm. mentality at the end of the day, which is map. (laughs) The core of map is mentality. Not every day is going to be amazing. Some days are just like at five o'clock. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I've had a day. It's been crazy and that's all right. And then the next day you close three deals and you feel great. So, I mean, that's just the nature of staffing. It's sometimes it's the highs and the lows, but the rewards are just so worth it. Everything that you get aside from closing deals, forget about the deals, but getting, getting the deal done with your team, problem solving with the account manager you're working with, getting creative with candidates to make the offer work for them, getting creative with clients to provide solutions for them. I mean, there's just so many rewarding aspects of this job that are outside of the monetary value. But I just think at the end of the day, like getting to getting the result we want, which is a happy client and happy candidate, that's it's worth it. I wish everyone could see me. I'm just sitting here like smiling, nodding my head because so much of what you said, it's just is so spot on. You know, it's number one, patience, what you said. When it comes to patience, I feel like, you know, our generation nowadays, like we are so used to instant satisfaction, instant results. And when we don't get that, we, I don't, I feel like as humans, like we start to panic, like, yeah. we're like are we good at this? Like, am, am I meant for this? You know, like we start spiraling, but it's just, like you said, patience, trusting the process. It's, that's why we have the funnel because it is a true tool to build those daily habits, daily consistency, because if you do that and you control the controllables, like we always say, the results and the wins are going to come. They will. And so those, those two things I couldn't agree more are, are so big, especially, um, you know, starting off and being in your first year, like it takes time. It takes time. And that's why we, you know, we say we're entrepreneurs, you know, we have that entrepreneurial approach where just like if you were starting a business from scratch, like you don't, you don't start making money um, or you don't, you know, start seeing success on your business in, in the first couple of months, always, you know, I'm, I'm sure it exists, but that's, you know, unheard of. It takes time to build a sustainable, consistent business. And that 
literally applies to, to this job too. So um, patience and trusting the process are so key. So thank you for that. And while you were at the, at the end of your response, kind of talking about just, you know, the wins and, and the ultimate goal, you know, being just happy clients, happy candidates, it made me think, um, and something that's been a topic of conversation is, you know, especially starting off, we really obsess over seven subs, subs, interviews, like just like the tactical piece of the job and not so much of going into working a rec with just like, what does this mean for the client? And, you know, that intentional approach. So I'm curious, like when you get assigned a recor, you know, when you put your recruiters on recs, like how do you set them up so that they understand like the vision or the impact or the true opportunity at hand with that rec client, like all the above, like what's your outlook or like, how do you, I'm losing my like words here, but you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's, it's bigger than just the wreck. And that's always the opportunity that I sell internally. And it's not even a sell because it's true. Like we are the market. We are the subject matter experts. Our clients are coming to us to know like what can they get for what they need. And obviously we're going to try to get them exactly what they want, but we aren't order takers. You know, we, this market is crazy. And if I had a dollar for every time I heard that, like have <laughs> a gigantic commission check. Um, but no, ultimately, like that's what we're here for is to consult. And it's not just the sales reps that are consultative. It's the recruiters um, providing insights into the market, being on scoping calls, being on feedback calls, involving them in every process so that we can provide them with the best service. Um, that's how I try to look at it. And I know that's really how all of Mondo operates from a recruiting standpoint. Now, I, I think it used to be a very different model and I think true involvement from the recruiting team and the account management team to know what gets this done. Cause it's not always so black and white, like just go find this X, Y, and Z candidate that has all of these things. It's very much like, this is what they're asking for. Like, let's show them the market. Let's show them this. Let's try to help them fill this role with the best person out there who's going to commit to the project. So, you know, it's definitely, there's more of a finesse with recruiting, I feel like, and really selling all of the candidates to the client and not just, again, taking orders. And I really try to empower my recruiting team and then obviously myself to, to take on that consultative role with clients um, so that they trust us because they should. I mean, we have their best interests at heart and um, without providing them that backstory and without taking on more of like a client management piece from the recruiting side, you really, you miss that. There's just a disconnect. We are the market. I wrote that down. That is, (laughs) that is, that is truth. We are the market. We are not order takers. And yeah, the way you just explained that I feel like is going to inspire, you know, recruiters, like the next time they get on a rec to, to really just embody everything you just said. So I appreciate that so much. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, it's truly, looking at yourself like a subject matter expert. That's what we're all here for is to specialize. Um, And I know that's where the recruiting org is going. So it's exciting to see it go in that direction. And I feel like that's really what makes our our clients happier too and really empowers us on a day-to-day basis. 
Yes, absolutely. One, one last question, you know, about Mondo and the business, and then I want to get into a couple of, you know, fun questions. So, you know, with leaving Mondo for, you know, a year and a half coming back, what, what would you say are the biggest differences you've seen as in terms of Mondo as a brand? Because the brand has evolved so much in the past year and a half. We've evolved so much as a company. What, what would you say are like the top, like two to three things that you've seen transform in the past year and a half? I feel like we are always changing. I feel like I could name three things from like the last three months that I've yeah. been there. <laughs> You're not wrong. Good. You're not wrong. Um, but that's one thing that I, I love about Mondo is we are constantly evaluating. Are we doing this the best way we can? Are we being innovative? We're always questioning our own processes and in a good way and trying to better, ourse- better ourselves, um, which, you know, again, it's, very it's a special kind of culture um top three things so i would say just to go back to the consultative piece from a brand side especially with the market the way that it has been the last two years it some companies are very reactive some staffing firms very reactive to the market and i feel like mondo has been very proactive and very consultative with clients in providing solutions so i think that's like the biggest from a brand perspective the biggest thing that i've seen just really being there as a partner and again a a consultative partner with so many companies rebounding with their hiring the rec load i feel like has been crazy and in the best possible way and i feel like we've really we've not stepped up because we were kind of always there, but I feel like we've strengthened our relationships and our brand in the space even more so in the last two years, which is obviously what I, you know, a company I want to work for. I want to work for a trusted partner and someone that clients want to want to work with and go to first before their TA teams. So that's been really exciting. And then I think just as, as a whole from a, an employee brand, so just internally, the response in COVID and again, you know, I, I was here until May of 2020. So I was here for the, like the immediate response and then obviously kept in touch with, with Mondo employees throughout that year and a half. And it just has been so people first. Like that's very hard in a high pressure sales environment. A lot of companies push on site, especially in a high pressure sales environment. I feel like just the overall response has been so supportive for everything that we as individuals and employees are going through, whether it's impromptu at home childcare or taking care of a sick family member or, you know, whatever the stressor is, I feel like Mondo leadership and as an organization has been there for its employees. Um, And that's, these are the times where you have to show up as an employer. And if you don't, it's, it really speaks volumes. And the fact that Mondo has provided so many resources for employees, had the utmost flexibility just across the board. And I see that now. I mean, I work with so many people with kids and they're, 
always on Zooms. And not every company is is chill, <laughs> to put it casually. Not every company is, has the same response. And it's just been really reassuring and supportive over the last few months. I've even been back seeing how Mondo handles those kinds of, uh, you know, day-to-day remote life struggles that we're all in now. Exactly. No, I couldn't have said it better. And I just think like the biggest win throughout this whole, you know, pandemic remote environment is that it allowed us all to see each other as it just humanizes more because you know you you could know like I know so and so is a mom but like I think it like really like resonated more like to your point like when you're seeing kids like you know in the background it just made me like empathize so much more like I can't even imagine what it would be like you know working at home having kids running around like still you know having those responsibilities on top of a very you know demanding jobs. So um, that's what I'm super grateful for is that it just, like I said, it just made me see people as humans even more than I already did. And um, I feel like it just, yeah, really like removed, not, I wouldn't say barriers, but it just allowed me to get to know people like on a, on a different level, which I think speaks volumes because we have been primarily, you know, remote and, you know, have rarely seen each other in person. Um, It's allowed for like deeper connections nationwide, because there's a lot of people that I would only get to see once a year if I like traveled to that office. And now to have that accessibility, um, to have relationships with people nationwide, there's a lot of, you know, upside to that. So um all right so now switching gears again thank you so much for just the story there of just you know your your whole entire experience so far here at mondo i want to leave the podcast with just sharing what is one fact about you that mondo nation does not know because we all know you as an incredible recruiter such a boss but what what is a fun fact about britney powers that everyone is going to be like, whoa, I didn't know that about her. Oh my gosh, my favorite question, MH. I'm always, anytime it's like, someone share a fun fact, I'm like, crap. It's my worst nightmare. Fun fact, I have a few fun facts. Okay. So <laughs> I'm related to Marsha Brady, the Marsha Brady actress, which I always just think is a fun fact. Marina. Oh my gosh, what's like, what's, <laughs> How, how are you related? Like a second cousin, but it's a relation, so I'll take it. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm basically part of the Brady Bunch now. Um, and yes. then I've lived in a lot of different places the last few years. I always somehow end up on coasts. Um, so I'm in LA right now, and um, I was in Florida for three years and DC before that for three years. So I'm just going around the U.S. Maybe I'll go up to the Pacific Northwest next. Um, But yeah, I think those those two are my fun facts. And then I will include a last third fun fact that's not really about myself, but about my husband, but I'm going to take credit for it. Uh, My husband is on America's Got Talent. What? Oh my God, what's his talent? (laughs) He was like part of a blue man group. (laughs) Oh my gosh! I'm I will debating. I will send the video for everyone to see because it's pretty we need to save it. But we he got third. 
with his group of college friends. <laughs> that is epic. Did you yeah. go, were you allowed to go to like the uh the uh, is it a tryout or the taping of yeah. the show? This was like in college. So this was a while ago for him. So pre me knowing him, but I will take credit for his fun fact as a. Oh my God. So you married de facto fun fact for blue me. man. Someone <laughs> in the blue man group. Exactly, a professional dancer. Oh my gosh! Did he wear the suit to your wedding? Oh my gosh! He wishes. He wishes. No, I will send the video. It's pretty funny. You'll get it. Oh my gosh! You have to go. Well, those. I'm not gonna lie. Those are three great facts. Um. So yeah, like I said, that question's usually my nightmare because I'm the least fun person. So I know. I'm like my fun is. I was literally just telling um Cole that my ideal weekend is relaxing, going to a spa, and like turning my phone off for 48 hours straight. No, same. So same. that is my idea of fun. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Well, Britt, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for, um, you know, hopping on the podcast. And um, I know I can speak on behalf of everyone that uh, this was just so insightful and you're the best. So thank you. Thank you, MH. It was so great to chat, guys. It was wonderful. It was fun. Um, and uh, thanks again for, for kicking me to spotlight for the, the podcast. Awesome. All right. Bye, Mondo Nation.